0: I am Dr. Raquel Leia and thank you for tuning in to Day Diary and uh, thank you for coming back. (laughs) We're piecing it together. (laughs) I met with our strategic team um, a couple of days ago and one of the things we would like to implement are simple news articles and I want to stay away from parent magazines and how to do it right. And I'm going to particularly talk about people who have troubled parenting. Here's why. When I talk to my parents about parenting and how to do it right, they have these stories that are just so hilarious. And I remember, I remember these stories. I remember a lot of things that my uncles and aunts had told me. About some sort of parenting event and and yada 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 yada. Here's what I don't remember. I don't remember picking up a parenting magazine that I bought at the supermarket off the shelf, and it was so impactful that I actually remembered the article. It's very rare that I tear out or purchase a parenting magazine, take it home, sift through it, resource through it, find what I need, and da 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 da. Now. I have done that when there's some kind of event going on that I want to pack the kids up in the truck and and take them down the street and get to that event and and hope that they learn this. And there's a coupon. I tear the coupon out and da-da-da. What I don't do is I don't use parenting magazines, professional parenting magazines, as a resource for healing or as a resource or nugget to share with parents about some way to... Offer them some suggestions in their approach to an effective relationship with a, an adult who is their child that they didn't raise in their home. Those articles, they don't seem to publish. <laughs> the blogs don't seem to publish. Everybody wants you to go to counseling or the recovery center. We talked about, we're talking about the word recovery. So I don't kind of look at those magazines for that. What I do though, is remember some of the incidents and events that my parents and people that I have a relationship with on a day-to-day basis, my, my current uh, husband and, and things like that. I, I talk to them and I, and I hear what they say about this and I hear what someone says about that and I kind of piece it together and I piece it together and <clears throat> I'm a long-term strategist and thinker so I may sit down and do some research on it, hear what someone says. I do a lot of, um, going to google scholar if you've never googled google scholar there's a resource tip for you get away from google.com if you're looking for some sort of healing process forget about it you're not going to find it leave away bing msn do all of that go to google scholar when google scholar comes up it is an Academic search engine that's probably the best you're going to get if you're not at a university doing some sort of professional research and have access to all of these journal articles and things like that about different approaches. Open your mind. Be able and willing to accept something new. We are, we all are going through our own smut, our own stuff. We have a basket of crap that we don't want anyone sticking their nose in. And the only time that we have time to deal with it is in our off time. Can't deal with it in the mornings because you're falling to depression and you got to get through the day. You can't deal with it during the day because you're at work and your boss or customers need you. You can't do it, deal with it in the in the evenings because that's your only time to think about the day, your boss, and customers, and the smut that you went through. So you put it in the box, and you're just adding to this box. And somehow between eleven thirty to four thirty in the morning, it comes dribbling out. And don't even get me started on the overflow. We'll talk about that on some, some other time. <clears throat> However, I do, I do want to mention that in this process and this basket of stuff that we don't want people to see, there is an approach to taking one or two things out of the basket and dealing with it. There's an approach to it. Most people don't have time for the approach. If I, And I spoke about it, so I'm not going to highlight it. You're going to have to look at the other. I'll just highlight it. You're going to have to go back to the other episode. There was this time when you can take something out of your basket, take a look at it, and there's no way it's going back into that basket again. And that's your depression state. That's your chocolate and ice cream is my best friend state. It is a state. (laughs) It's an emotional state. So what's the point of taking it out of the basket? There is no point of taking it out of the out of the basket. There's no point And taking something out of the basket that you can't shove back in, that has since to have more hands than an octopus, and it refuses to go back into this box. Here's what I'm saying. The fact that it refuses to go back, back into the box is your actual act. Of recovery. Does that make sense to you? What I'm saying is the fact that you have to deal with it at this very moment, this is something that you have to go through. This is something that you have to walk through. This is actually the actionable act of recovering. Now it won't go back into the box. You have to deal with it in an instant. You're not going to get those answers in a parenting magazine. These answers need to be at your fingertips at 2.48 p.m. when you are driving down the street and you see someone that triggers you into some memory of thought of some parenting incident episode or what you remember greatly about your kids. You call them on the phone and you can't talk to them because someone's stopping that conversation. Those moments of triggers... And so now I mentioned what I mentioned in the other episode, where you can't breathe. <gasps> <sighs> <sighs> and you deal with it. You deal with that memory. We're not going to go get a drink and we're not going to smoke some weed. <laughs> we're going to deal with it. Okay? We're not going to, that's not the approach we're going to take. It's the actual act of becoming healthy after an injury. And that means that when that happens and you have. The only thing people try to do that find themselves needing some kind of pill or aspirin or something that they need to go to or some resource, some fast acting um, product is because they have a memory that they can't deal with. They have a memory and you can't stop floods of memories. And so that might make you entertain things that you would not normally entertain some kind of pill some kind of alcohol some kind of this some kind of action some kind of crowd of people so what we want to do is not control memories because you can't control how the memory presents itself we want to be able to <clears throat> control well move the memory on as it comes as it floods in we want to be able to have it flood out And that's very hard to do. You have to have tools, you have to have skills and talent. And it has to be accessible to you at an instant of a moment. And implementing a tool or talent or dealing with the trigger or thought or memory at an instant of the moment that it floods in, is like taking one step back, opening the door, and let it flood right out. And that doesn't mean that you don't process it later, but it's saying, hey, you're going back in that basket and I'm not dealing with you right now. You do not have eight tentacles (laughs) like an octopus. You are in control of putting that thought of that process back in that basket. As a matter of fact, you're in control of looking around at the stuff in the basket without falling apart and having an emotional state. And the way to do that is called action. You have to have action behind that process and that memory the moment it infiltrates your mind. Now, as soon as you have control of that moment, then you know about the facts of life. You have, you have something that no one else in the world has. What I'm saying to you is you don't have control of when that moment comes. That moment could come at 133 AM or 1.33 PM. But when that moment comes, you deal with it. That's what I mean when I say act. It is an act. Recovery is the act of becoming healthy after an injury. So here's how we act on it. In your leisure time, you take this thought or this process out of your basket, and this is how you deal with it. You say, you know what? Here it is. Write it down on a piece of paper. I am not asking you to write down a paragraph. Write down a fragment. This is not even a sentence. Stay away from the parenting magazines about perfect parenting. We have already decided that you don't fit into that category. So stop beating yourself up because you don't fit into that category. And while I give you this nugget, let me just talk about chick jeans. Yes, I'm going back. I'm flashing back (laughs) once again to the 90s. I remember chick jeans. I have never, ever had a pair of chick jeans with that real thin belt. There's a chick jeans commercial, and I might link it. I might link it from YouTube to the description. It's a, a Caucasian American woman walking around in these size zero jeans. These chick jeans are, are cupping her butt the right way. They're, they're boot cut. She has heels on, a thin belt, and she's a size zero, and she looks good. I have never, ever in my life, and I wanted chick jeans. I wanted a pair of chick jeans. Those people on TV in the 90s and the 80s looked great in, I think it was 80s, in chick jeans. Well, 30 or something years later, here comes this guy, and he invents something called apple-bottom jeans. (laughs) I am no chick jean girl. I'm an apple-bottom jeans girl and and everyone knows what I'm talking about so I'm not gonna dive too much into it that's what I'm saying I'm saying when you go and you pick up these parenting magazines you are implementing some heavenly perspective of what things should be what my problems should look like and at the end of the article they give you four or five tips that I help you do better. That's not you. You are Google Scholar. You are going to have to be actionable in your own recovery. You are going to do the work. You are going to heal. So Let me say this in less than 60 seconds because we're at our time um, for Day Diary. When you Google Google Scholar, (laughs) just a regular link will come up. You can Google it on any. You can Google it on Bing, MSN, Evite, uh, Excite, I think it's called, Yandex. You can do it on your mobile. Click it, and then another search engine will appear and put in something about healthy parenting. Start there. Healthy parenting. I might scholar it tonight just to see what I get. When you Google scholar it, you'll see all kind of journal articles from professionals come up, and what they begin to perceive as their their idea of healthy, healthy parenting. This looks nothing like the parenting magazine. If you just read the highlights without clicking on something... Now we're getting into the meat of parenting. Now, don't click on anything just yet. Just look at how the search engine is set up. What's over to the left, uh, the indexes, what's in the middle, and how it gives you a small snippet or a clip of what the article is about. And then if you look over to the right, the only ones that are free are the ones that are in some kind of PDF file where you don't have to have a membership and you don't have to have this and you don't have to have that. However, don't miss out. Reading the first 150 words of what an article is about can be freeing. So clicking on even the ones that are not paid when they give you these excerpts, you will find that that's healing within itself. Start chatting with me and emailing me, Camille, actually, at camille@learn-edu.org. <clears throat> Let her know what you're finding. Give her an opportunity to respond. We're over our time. I'm Dr. Raquel Lea. Thank you for this. For for staying with me as we go through this 30-day journey.